Hey, oh my gosh, it's been so long since we've gotten to catch up. How are you? How have you been? Listen, I know that it's probably seemed like I've like fallen off of the face of the earth over here and in a way, I don't know, maybe I did. Um, and I could blame it partly on my yoga teacher training and then jumping straight into things right after my YTT because who am I? Um, can you believe I've already taught over a hundred hours of yoga since I took my yoga teacher training? I know it's wild. Um, and yes, it has been a huge adjustment going from like nine, 10 years working from home and not having to go more than like three feet, um, to go to my computer, go to a desk to do my job where now I drive. 30 whole minutes to get over to Clearwater um, so that I can go teach at these different places that I teach over here. But it's it's been amazing. It's been such a cool shift. It's been really great getting to be like with people again in real life, getting to hug people and um, feel feelings with people and uh, build bonds and community in a way that I didn't even know that I missed. And maybe I Maybe I never had it before now that I'm saying it out loud to you like that, you know, because um, I don't think I've ever allowed myself to really just be my fully weird self. And I <laughs> weird is maybe not even the word that I want to use, but I don't know what else to call it right now. Um, maybe I just need to expand my vocabulary. Um, but, you know, like I said, I've been in this like spiritual sort of um I don't know, space, this place where I've been really exploring my own relationship to spirituality, my own relationship to what it means to be a soul, my own relationship to even things that I thought were true or things that I thought I knew about life or death. And I, you know, um, it's a very like roundabout way of going to, to try to tell you about this story. Um, the story is crazy. I don't even know where to begin. Um, so I guess I'll just begin by telling you like what happened. Okay. Now, um, <laughs> this is at the end of my yoga teacher training. I'm laughing because I've only told this story to a couple of people so far. And um, every time I've told it to these people, um, you know, some sometimes it's been um, other yoga teachers. Um, I told a teacher who is also the owner of one of the studios that I work at. Um, I recently told um, my massage therapist because she is also a yogi and um, does like traditional Mysore practice. And so I thought that maybe she would have some kind of context of what it was that I was saying. Some people really knew what I was talking about and could affirm my experience. And like either, yes, they've heard of it before or they have had that experience themselves in a different way. Some people were just like a deer in the headlights, like, oh my gosh, what? Um, so I don't know which reaction you're gonna have to this. Um, all I know is that this was a thing that happened to me. This was a real experience that I had. And um, whether I like it or not, I feel like it really changed the trajectory of things. And so um, 
because of that, it's part of the reason I've been kind of quiet, you know, I've been in this space where I really needed to process this huge thing that happened. And I guess instead of talking around it, how about I just like get into it? Okay. So um, if you're driving, are you driving right now? If you're driving, like pull over. Okay. Like just, we need, we need some space to talk and think. Um, and, you know, if you're at home, maybe like take a seat, grab, you know, whatever it is that you choose to uh, relax and um, just like, can you, can you meet me with an open mind? Can you just like meet? Yeah, that's all I need from you right now. Okay. So this was the end of my yoga teacher training. And one of the coolest things about my YTT was that we really got to, it was a very in-depth experience. Um, we learned from Ayurvedic teachers, we learned from uh, chiropractors, we learned from energy workers, we learned from um, functional movement experts and athletes and just all different kinds of people because um, my YTT instructor, she really wanted to make sure that we weren't just learning postures, you know, the asanas, um, but that we were learning about energy and we were learning about the philosophy and we were learning about why we do all of these things. And so um, I'm an Ashtanga Vinyasa instructor. And so what that means is um, we are a lineage. It's a posture, you know, it's a set of postures that comes down from um, the original eight-limbed path of yoga. And that is the Ashtanga yoga path. And so when we're talking about Ashtanga yoga, there's so many different parts of it, right? Eight different parts. Um, and so asana, the posture, that's the third one. But there are obviously other ones to explore. And so in one of our final days, I mean, it really was, it was the, the day before graduation, um, we went to a breathwork person. Now, I've had a breathwork um, experience kind of similar to this in the past. Um, and I'm sure like if you've been on Instagram or Facebook or whatever, and you've seen people, um, you know, these ads and people are like on the ground and they're crying and they're like fists are all curled up into their hand, you know, in their hands and like curled up into their bodies. And they're having these really emotional experiences doing breath work. Uh, that's me, right? So um, the first time that this happened, I was in LA, this was years and years ago. And um, it was just intense. I just remember it being um, like a, I don't even know, like an out-of-body experience where um, I felt a little unsafe afterward. And I remember feeling like, what the fuck just happened to me? And why did nobody like prepare me for this? How did they just allow me to walk in off the street and like pay $35 to feel like I just almost died. And then they just sent me back onto the street like, okay, bye. Um, and so that had left like a weird like taste in my mouth already when it came to like breath work outside of yoga. You know, I'm all for balancing breath work, some Nadi Shodana. I'm all for some, you know, Durga breath, Ujjayi Pranayama, you know, all of these different breath work techniques have its purpose. But it was the extended breathwork experiences that I was, um, you know, a little leery of, let's say, for a long time. But going into it with my YTT, I was really excited because I had felt all the way up until that point. And I'm sure, listen, I, when I say it like this, it sounds like I'm saying like, oh my gosh, this person was terrible. No, I, I either I am a, I don't know, there's something about me 
or something about that moment, it needed to happen. So I'm still grateful for the experience, but I just, all of that is to say, I had gone into this breathwork experience with a past experience already having been had, but was in a changed space mentally, emotionally. My nervous system was a lot more relaxed. Um, and I was with a bunch of people that I felt really safe with and the practitioner I felt safe with because they had been, you know, hand selected by my YTT instructor. And so for all of these reasons, I was very comfortable going into the scenario and I was not really even thinking about what had happened before, um, in that breathwork experience in LA. And so I can't even really describe to you which breathwork techniques we did, partly because Again, it was like such an out of body, like otherworldly experience that I've kind of blacked out a lot of it. Um, but also because this was this practitioner's like um, specialized um, process. So she has built a breathwork technique or a breathwork experience that goes through kind of like a Wim Hof, right? Like it's called the Wim Hof technique. Like he's a guy. He didn't invent breathwork or anything, but he created his process. And so I think that that is, you know, the best way to describe this particular practitioner, that she has created her process and she was guiding our class through it. So we're in this room. We're all laying down and it's already a very emotional experience. Our emotions are super heightened because our YTT was like family. We were together. Oh, I'm getting emotional even just thinking about it. We were together, um, you know, from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Um, Saturdays and Sundays, every other weekend for three months. It's a long time. And we would meet up like between weeks. And it was just a really like bonded experience. And it was so cool. Um, I hadn't experienced community. And oh, okay. All right. Ugh. <laughs> We'll just take a sec. You know me, the emotions. Okay, here's here they are and there they go. Anyway, so it was just a really tight knit experience and we were already um, feeling really emotional about it closing and about saying goodbye to one another and not goodbye, but we knew that things were going to change after that, right? We weren't gonna be spending you know all day for you know two for the whole weekend every other weekend together um and even like some people from my ytt unfortunately like i still haven't been able to reconnect with like that was the last time that i got to see them um and that's okay we all have lives i mean it's been a while since i've gotten to catch up with you right so i get it it's not it's not it just is what it is. So anyway, we were all really sad. <laughs> we were all really emotional. We we're all feeling a lot of feelings. And um, we are doing this breathwork experience. And so we all are laying down. And this practitioner is guiding us through, you know, different breathwork patterns and they change. Um, so sometimes they were like short breaths, more like breath of fire. Sometimes they were deep belly breaths where you pause the top. Some of them were more like a box breathing, but maybe not like a perfect um, equilateral, you know, box. Like uh, maybe not four in, pause for four, four out, pause for four. Maybe it would be like in for four, pause for five, out for seven, pause for nine, right? So it's like an exhale retention. And so we're going through this experience and I don't know at what point it happens, but all of a sudden I 
feel like I'm being possessed, dude. Like, I don't know how else to say it. Um, I've tried to find another word to relate it, and I just can't. Um, it looks, it well, I don't, my eyes weren't open, so I wasn't looking at myself, but it felt like what it looks like when someone gets possessed in like a demon movie, right? Where all of a sudden their limbs start like snapping in different directions. And so I don't know if you're familiar with the different locks of yoga, you know, if you've ever been to a class, when was the last time you've been to a yoga class? Um, right. So I'm not really sure, but, um, they do like the, the belly button up and in, right. We, we cue that. And it's not necessarily like suck it in, you know, so that you don't have a gut. It's not that sort of thing. And, you know, Fuck the teachers who talk like that. But it's it's like a, a drawing in of the core so that our breath travels efficiently inside of our lungs and down to the diaphragm and then back up. It's like channeling energy. So there are three locks. Um, there's the root lock. There's that like sacral center area. And then there's up at the throat. And so it was like snap, snap, snap. I just felt my body like contort. And it was fucking crazy. And my, my mouth at one point just opened and we were being cued to say, ah, right. So it wasn't ohm. It was like a big ah sound. And I had heard people around me, you know, you would empty your lungs and then inhale again through the nose and then open your mouth and ah again, and just like release it. And it was like a I felt like my jaw had unhinged, was just like coming away from my mouth. And it was this deep, resonant voice. I've started calling it like this experience, like him, like when he entered or when he awoke in me, because it felt like a masculine entity, the way that this voice sounded when it came out of my mouth. I mean, you can hear me talk right now. I feel like I'm a little chirpy. Like, I feel like I am, uh, you know, I've got this kind of like sort of voice. And maybe that's just me having, you know, feelings about the way that I sound myself. But this voice was so deep. It was deeper than any, there were men in the room and I was the deepest voice. And where everyone else was taking like five or six breaths for their awe in the space of this, I had space for like one and a half, maybe two. Um, it was just like this never ending sound that came out of my mouth. And I felt my body moving, like doing things without my, not consent, I don't want to say consent, but it was again, like something had awoken inside of me and I was being run like there were controls. I don't know. I don't even know how else to say it. Um, and so later, <sighs> um, I mean, I'm shaking, right? Like my body is physically, you can see it. You can see it looking at me. I can feel it. My body is shaking. Like I have been, I don't know, I'm flooded with electricity. Like I'm flooded with lightning, right? And I'm looking around at everybody else and I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Did this happen to anybody else? And I asked the, the, the person who led the, the experience for us, I'm like, um, what just happened? And she's like, yeah, you were really open there. You were throwing mudras. Like my hands were going into different, you know, like Anjali mudra or, um, 
I don't even know. I have no idea what they were doing up there. But um, she said that they were throwing mudras, right? So it would be like uh, like thumb to, to pointer finger or something of that nature. And um, just like doing all kinds of stuff. She said that it appeared that I was levitating. I don't even know what to say to that. I'm like, what do you, what do you, how do you so casually tell a person that? What are you talking about? I know, levitating, what the fuck does that mean? And, you know, it's like, um, you know, like ancient, ancient yogis, you know, like that's what they would say is like, they've got these cities, right? These like supernatural powers that they go beyond the body and the mind and it becomes like a, they learn how to re, redefine matter and I don't fucking know. I don't know consciously because I was not, I don't feel like I was there. I don't know how else to say it. Like I was there, but I wasn't there. And so then I had one of my friends tell me she had been laying in the spot next to me. She said, I could feel you. She said, I could feel power just emanating from you. And it was really, you know, intimidating, like not in a bad way, but it was just, it was felt. Um, and I, I, you know, it was, I was speechless then. I'm speechless now. I mean, listen, it's October and I'm just now figuring out how to kind of put words to this and how to share this with people and feel like I'm not a crazy person. Um, and if I am, I am. I don't even know anymore, you know. Um, I feel like this is so, like, undefined head and ajna problems is, like, I've thought for so long, like, no, I know how things work. And, like, oh, my gosh, the ego. Um and I just, I fully surrender. I fully surrender. Maybe I don't know anything. Maybe everything is so much more like magical or spiritual, or maybe there's so much more about energy and the unseen than I have any concept of. And so maybe I need to like take a few fucking seats <laughs> and allow myself to be humble, to experience this, to open my mind um, and to hopefully be blessed by this experience, you know? And so afterward, I mean, listen, I, I got into a car accident on the way home, um, which was insane. I, yeah, I know. Right. I like literally, it was, we were going so slow that, um, when this car, it was a big truck. He like bumped into the back of me. I like, put my car in park, like in the middle of the road. And again, we're all already at a standstill. And I just like leaned out of my car. I was like, dude, for real. <laughs> He's like, I'm so sorry. And I just, I didn't even get out of my car. I'm like, is my car okay? He's like, yeah, yeah, you're good. And I looked at his car. It's like, okay, you're good too. I don't care. Have a nice day. And I just like got back into my window, like sat down and like left and just that was it and i know that's probably not the thing i was supposed to do but i was so out of sorts still i just needed to get home um and then and then <laughs> for like a week i i don't even know i felt like a stranger in my body i felt like the way i described it was that i was suddenly really aware of my skin um like i imagine it feeling kind of like i said like a like I'm wearing chain mail all over my body and I've suddenly realized how heavy it is. Um, and even now, I didn't even put it together, but like a snake, right? Like a snake that needs to shed its skin, that it's like, oh, this is itchy, this is tight. What is this? Um, 
I just couldn't get comfortable. I was so emotional. Like my emotions were high, were low. Um, I thank God was able to, you know, it was the summer. So my daughter went to go stay with her dad. Um, so, you know, thank God her, you know, undefined emotional center was not impacted by this. And I got to like sit in bed and process this for a while, but it was so intense. Um, I had to wear, like, I started doing research about this experience because I'm like, what, what just happened to me? And the long and short of it is it sounds like it was a Kundalini experience. And that's what it, you know, when I go and I read about these different accounts of it happening, like, that's what it sounds like, um, is that this like serpent energy awoke within me and like attempted to like burst out of the top of my head. And I shit you not, dude. I had this like welt on the top of my head for a solid week after this experience. And it was probably like two or three inches long, right at the top of my head. It was really, really tender. It hurt to touch. Other people could feel it. So it was not like in my head. I mean, it was on my head, but you know what I mean? Um, and I had to, you know, I was doing some research and like that's why kundalini yoga people like that's why they wrap their head that's why they wear um the head covering is to like keep the energy compact like it's to um like create pressure around the crown and create pressure in the third eye space so that the kundalini like stays in your body or like it doesn't try to quote escape there was a point and i know this sounds totally wild but it i felt like i could choose to leave my body if i wanted to and like like it would be like, wow, we found this body and we don't know what happened. Like, you know what I mean? I know that sounds absolutely wild. And I don't, I don't know how else to explain it though. Like, and it's, it's more like a theoretical thing, kind of the same way that like, maybe you could theoretically understand how like everything is matter and that includes you and that includes the air. And maybe if we were able to slowly, slowly like, place air beneath you, like reorient the matter that, yeah, then you could theoretically levitate. I don't know how you, you would actually go about that, but like in theory, I get it. Like in theory, I understand. So that's more what it felt like. It's like a theoretical understanding of like, oh, that's why the crown of my head hurts. Like that's why it, it works like that. And even if you go back into some of like the original texts of yoga, this is the really wild stuff dude, I didn't know any of this until I had this experience. And then I started doing some research and I'm like, whoa, there it is. Um, you know, so like in the, um, I think it's in the fourth book of the, um, the sutras of Patanjali, it gets into the different like cities and the supernatural stuff that happens. And one of those things is learning how to like leave your body on command. Like, nope, I'm done using this body now. Like, so before it starts to suffer, before whatever, I don't know. They leave through the top of the head. I don't, it's it's wild. Maybe, I don't know, give it a goog, right? So um, check it out. But that is like the long and short of that experience. Um, and it's also part of the reason why I've kind of been in the dark for a while. Like, I know, I know, I'm so sorry. I hope I haven't worried you, you know, with like the silence. It's just when you experience something like this and then immediately jump into 
like a new life. Like I immediately, it was the next week I started applying for jobs to teach yoga. By the end of June, I was in two studios. I, I was at a studio at a mental health facility and at a, a country club. And so I had to actually just drop the country club. This is my last week working with them um, because I work at two studios and two mental health facilities. And I'm pretty much like maxed out on my time. Um, and so all of that is to say, like between real life stuff, like moving, 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 like real life didn't stop suddenly because I had this like Kundalini experience. Um, you know, so I've had to like take the time to be with myself and process all of this. Um, while also like moving forward, you know, while also trying to just like live my life and like get my groceries and drive to work and all like the normal people things that we do. Um, so yeah, I, wild stuff, right? I know. Um, the last thing that I just thought was like such an interesting like cherry on top, right, is that as I was doing all this research later, about the kundalini awakening and this kundalini experience i've been feeling for a long time for a long long time i mean you know my name's not fanny right like of course you do my name's tiffany which is the worst um, <laughs> tiffany joyce for that matter so fanny joy obviously is like way cooler and so much of a better fit um but i've been feeling like maybe maybe that name just didn't fit anymore. Um, like there's this other entity occupying my body and I needed um, a new name. And I didn't know what the name was. I needed, um, I didn't want to give it to myself. Like I wanted it to be like something from um, like an outside reflection. And maybe that's like the three five in me that I wanted to see someone else's observation in the five and see how I had grown. Um, and to give me like a name to reflect that. And so the like organization that is, I don't want to say in charge of Kundalini, but like kind of, um, it's called 3HO. And so they have this whole thing where you can ask the guru to name you. Um, and anyone who's in Kundalini yoga will know what I'm talking about. Um, and so you've got like your spiritual name. And so that very week, um, you know, I went and um, ordered my spiritual name and, you know, prayed about it and just said, like, what it is is what it is. And I'm just excited to hear the reflection and to see, you know, the reflection back. And so the name that I was given, I was, I, I about fell out of my seat, okay, because my best friend growing up, okay, my best friend growing up, best friends for 15 plus years, right? My longest, my longest friend um, ever. So she is Vietnamese, but her name is Sanskrit. It is from India. Okay. So how about my spiritual name is Amrita Shanti. Her name is Shanti, right? And the name Amrita Shanti, Amrita is like the immortal nectar of the gods and it's directly related to kundalini and shanti means peace and so it's like when i tap into the energy of peace 
I bring the immortal healing nectar of the gods to the world. And something about that just feels, <laughs> I'm going to cry a little bit, like something about that just feels so accurate and so beautiful to finally like admit out loud. And so, you know, in addition to all of this like processing and ruminating, I've really been noticing where I've been clinging to my not self, you know, and my human design. You know, my human design, I'm almost fully defined. I'm defined from the throat down. And so it's that head and ajna. Again, I'm always trying to act like I know everything. I'm always trying to like be here to give you the answers. I don't have the fucking answers. <laughs> Who am I? You know, um, helping you to find your own answers is a different story. Um, and helping you to get grounded in your body, helping you to explore what peace feels like in your body and to ride an emotional wave without reacting to it, the best way that I can help you to do that is just by example. And just like by talking to you about my experiences like this and just sharing with you like how do you deal when something either wildly supernatural or just wildly fucking stupid happens, right? Like how do I deal? That's the best way that I can help. And so that's what I'm going to do from now on. And so please expect more regular calls from me. I love you so much and I don't want it to be long gaps like that again. Of course, I can't predict the future and I don't know what my energy is going to say to me. And so I'm not going to give any finite, like hard and fast, like every week or every whatever. But I'd like to try to make it at least once a week to talk to you and just share with you like what's been going on and how it's been going, how I've been dealing with it. And, you know, there's a link, of course, like if you want to reach out and be part of the conversation, I'd love to hear from you, like for real, for real. Um, but until next time, please drive safe. Please live safe. Trust yourself, love yourself. And I can't wait to talk to you again soon. Love you so much. Hugs and kisses.